0: In association with the Agri Health Network, it's time for That Farm Life podcast, planting hope, harvesting strength. On That Farm Life, we talk about that life that is that of a farmer and their family. It's about the day-to-day grind, the good times, the tough times, and everything in between, because farming is more than a job, it's a way of life. And we're here to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith family, and community with other farmers. Now, here's your host, a farmer, a former agri business owner, and also the pastor of a Southern Baptist church in Arkansas, Archie Mason. Well, good morning, all the farm folks that are out there. Welcome to another episode of That Farm Life Podcast. I'm Archie Mason, and your host, And as always, this podcast is a resource of AgriHealth Network. You can check us out at agrihealth.net on our website uh, for more resources and to read more about us. Last week, we heard from Chase Kagan. He is a district rep for Horizon Ag, uh, whose son lives with autism. And he spoke about an organization that has really been a great support for their family, Ag for Autism. So today uh, we're excited to have Daniel Peroni, the secretary and treasurer for Ag for Autism. And so, hey, Daniel, thank you for joining us today. Hey, thank you all for having me. Yes, sir. Man, tell us us a little bit uh, about yourself and about your family. Tell us your story. Uh, just a just a
1: Southeast Arkansas guy, raised on a family farm. Uh, me and my wife went to Arkansas State University, graduated from there, and then she got her master's in communication from UCA, and uh, we moved back to Southeast Arkansas, started a family, and after we had our second child when he was two, they diagnosed him autistic uh being in Southeast Arkansas, very rural community, uh low population area, that uh the resources down there for a child with autism was pretty well uh minimal. And so we decided to try to move back up to Northeast Arkansas because we had several friends up here that had told us that the resources are here. And so that's what we did. Uh 2016, I went to work for Farm Credit Mid-South and I've been here at Farm Credit Mid-South since then and Been part of Ag for Autism since I went to work for Farm Credit. They were one of the original ag uh,
0: businesses that partnered in to start Ag for Autism. Hey, you know, you said your wife in her education, how did she know maybe there and at what age that your child had autism? He was about nine months old, and we pretty much went
1: from uh, no verbal communication or from verbal to nonverbal communication, no eye contact, uh, starting to do some stimming issues, and she picked up on it real quick. Uh, Me, being just me, I would have said, oh, he's just a kid. And being with her field, she knew it, and uh, she diagnosed it basically early on, uh, and that's one of the main things about autism. The earlier you can diagnose it, the, the the quicker you can get the resources needed to work with these kids that do have
0: autism. How did you and your wife, what were some of the first conversations, how did you feel uh, maybe when you first found out and the diagnosis was, was true? How, how did that affect you? It was, you know, uh,
1: what, what did we do? Uh, we had no answers. We had nobody to go to. It's just uh, the starting of a Large puzzle with no pieces, all scattered out everywhere. And you just got to start putting that puzzle together to to figure out what you got to do. Of course, every kid with autism, they may be high functioning, they may be low functioning. And so it's it's really a timing issue. It's a day-to-day deal. You never know what today's going to bring or what tomorrow's going
0: to bring. So for you, you kind of just made a decision, you and your wife did, and you said, hey, we need to go someplace where there's some resources, uh, additional uh, helps or information so ag for autism you said it pretty well started and you came to farm credit but i mean how where did that idea come from uh how did you how did it get to where it is today it, it was just a group of businesses that
1: come in uh one of our original founders was uh nathan Walker. uh nathan was with armor seed and uh nathan got the business together with marty eaton and miranda smith over at cash river valley Seed, and then melissa cole's here at Farm Credit, and they started the organization. Had the first year event, and we've been pushing that event ever since. Uh, of course, we had two slow years because of COVID. In 2020, we were very fortunate that we got the event kicked off the week prior to everything pretty much shutting down. So that that was a blessing in 2020. Uh, but COVID was here, uh, and a lot of people were nervous about getting out and going here and going there. So our 2020 event was not as big as we typically have because of that. And then in 2021, we did not hold an event. We basically auctioned off some items, uh, or raffled some items off and was able to raise money to grant back out for those two years. So COVID's been a big
0: factor. I know just this last weekend you had an event, uh kind of a Super Bowl event. Tell us uh, tell us a little bit about that. there may be some folks in the future that want to be involved. Basically, we we stepped out on a limp prior to it. We've been doing in the events
1: at arkansas state uh basically getting catered through arkansas state because it's limited volunteers uh we had probably about 10 or 11 volunteers and our volunteers have kind of dwindled down just a little bit from there and we had a group of individuals step up this year that have asked to be on the board who have kids with autism and one of them stood up and said hey man let's let, let's do a saint jude type deal with uh that the calf carts used to do, and let's let's see if we can raise money and make this thing a little bit bigger than what we had. And so we stepped out on a limb, made some phone calls, ended up with probably about 35 to 40 volunteers, which was phenomenal. Uh, right now, we're going to gross for the event about $115,000, $116,000. So after expenses, we're hoping that we'll be able to grant out over $100,000 in Northeast Arkansas. Um,
0: if that works out, it will probably be our largest year yet. Hey, Daniel, I know that you guys – that you, you know, you raise a significant amount of money and you also give grants to organizations and families. So tell us maybe how that grant money is going to be used. Yeah. So what we do, we open up our grant applications in May and we'll let about 45
1: days go by, let individuals and nonprofits apply for it. And what we look at uh, on these grants are where we can make the biggest impact. Uh, I'm going to say probably 60 to 70% of our grants go to the school districts, uh, in Northeast Arkansas. Uh, they go anywhere from Pocahontas. We've given from Pocahontas to Armorail, West Memphis, Wynn, and the Batesville and in between, uh, you know, with school districts now, one of the things that you see in the districts, especially in your rural areas is there may not be, but about eight or nine kids in that whole school that have autism. Well, when you have a limited number of those individuals out there, there's no budget for that school to purchase them the items that they need to work through, or it's a limited budget. And so that's where we can step in and a special ed teacher or a speech therapist or anybody within that school can apply for that grant. Uh, And we can come in and we can build a classroom for them with the funds. They actually build it as what we call a sensory classroom. It may be special seating. It may be smart boards. It may be spinner seats where they can sit in that seat and spin. And it's just items that distract, doesn't distract the kid, but it gets the kid out of their normal element into an element where they can concentrate and learn. And that's where we come in. And then we've got other individuals that apply. You take like our son, he's in a program called BCBA where we've got a therapist comes in the house every night, um, For him, he's fortunate. If they need something, we go out, buy it, and we bring it in the house. Well, when they get in that BCBA program, they only give them a certain amount of funds to buy items that are needed. Well, that's when that parent can apply for a grant for that child, and we can go in and we can buy them items that are needed for them to be for sensory activities and to continue with therapy and learning.
0: You know, Daniel, I had no idea. I'm so glad that you're on this podcast today because that is a lot valuable information, uh, especially the families out there or schools that may be in need. But also, uh, Daniel, this is valuable information for those out there in the farm community who desire to be involved. So if someone wants to be involved with Ag for Autism, how do they do that?
1: Uh, you know, we've got a website, agforautism.org. They can go on there. We've got places on there where they can donate or they could just, uh, we've got an email, info at ag for Autism, and they could email that email and say, hey, we'd like to volunteer, or we'd like to donate, or we'd like to do some sort of fundraiser to help raise money for Ag for Autism. You know, April is Autism Awareness Month. Uh, We've had companies come in and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to sell T-shirts throughout our company. Special little deal for them. They're going to get to wear blue jeans and a T-shirt if they buy the T-shirt. And then they'll take a picture of it. And then they'll issue us whatever the profit is off of that. And that allows us to give back even more. And then it brings awareness to autism as well. There's a lot of people in the community that, you know, they don't understand autism and what a parent with autism goes through. But when they start seeing this, some of them are starting to research. And the ones that do research, they'll say, hey, that kid's got autism. You know, uh, I guess it was back this summer, maybe. But We were at Branson in Silver Dollar City. And Andrew was having just a little bit of an episode. And a parent come up to me, shook my hand and said, man, you're a great parent. I know what you're going through. So people that see it and know it and around it, you know, that that takes a parent with it and just it's heartwarming.
0: Well, hey, so Ag for Autism, it, it's a nonprofit, correct? We are a nonprofit. Yeah. Awesome. And so that's agforautism.org is a website. That's that's correct. OK, hey, Daniel, before we go, just a couple other questions real quick. And You mentioned this, just like the parent recognized. uh what you were going through and what was taking place in Silver Dollar City. So, you know, a lot of times in the school system or medical offices, folks are trained. But sometimes maybe people that you run into in a public location or a restaurant or a church, they they may not have uh, that type of training. So what are some ways that members of the community can support and positively interact uh, with children uh, with autism?
1: And, you know, it's kind of kind of hard to answer that, um, you know, there's there's a lot of people. You, you've got to be a special person. Uh, you've got to be very patient. You've got to be understanding. And when you get somebody that's out there, that's just like our son. You know, he doesn't attach to anybody just like that. You know, go up, and shake somebody's hand. He unless he knows you, that's probably not going to happen. And when there is somebody out there and they feel a comfort zone with them, you'll know it immediately. Uh, There's some people that he'll walk up to and attach to immediately. Some he won't. And in that situation, don't don't be scared. Don't be afraid. It's just what, what they're going through. You know, one of their big issues is being social and so you know that's what i always tell parents you know you may be in a restaurant and he may get loud you know and i just tell them hey you know it is what it is this is what we got it's what we're dealing with and we don't mean to interrupt y'all but uh you know just kind of be patient with us give him a minute or two and then he'll be back to being just normal him so it's 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 you know for people to look at it you know, my thing is just do research, watch YouTube videos uh, of it, and then it allows you to pick it out in a public scene when you can see what's going on.
0: By the way, and I think I know all the listeners agree with me. Thank you for your service. Uh, thank you to the organization, what you do. Pass on from the foreign community to all the folks that are part of that and the volunteers. Man, we appreciate it. And uh, I know there are many people even now, I think they're going to get involved with you. I, I know it's a very stressful time at times in life so what what helps you deal with the stress of raising a child with autism being a an ag lender you know raising uh your family what kind of helps you walk through these sometimes some difficult times i'll be honest
1: with you when i before we had him i had little to no patience <laughs> that's just that that was me uh, now a lot of people that you see or tell that i work with and stuff they'll tell you he is the most patient person you'll ever meet and it's it's just a day by day learning experience. Uh, things do get stressful, but it's it's kind of like I always think. You never know. Tomorrow we may be saying words, or you you got to look at the positives. You got to quit looking at the negatives, and uh, that's just the way I always do it. And try to look at positives. And like you said, it does get stressful, but uh, you got to take the stress out of it and try to find something positive out of what's going on.
0: Well, Daniel, I do believe that's a good word for, uh, for all of us, especially today for families, family members, uh, maybe who have, uh, who have family or relatives that are, are suffering with autism. And so great organization. I'm excited about that. Again, uh, folks out there listening, uh, you can go to AG uh, for autism.org. They do have a place on there. You can get involved. You can donate. Be a part of that. I would encourage you to be a part of that website. Uh, any other resources they have, maybe look at that, see how you can get involved to uh, help them to be able to fund Uh, those resources. I know my wife was a former school teacher. I have a daughter-in-law who's also involved in the school system. And so uh, I I could probably speak on their behalf to know sometimes resources are limited. So it's great to have a great organization uh, who can uh, give back. So Daniel, again, thank you for sharing with us today. Here in Northeast Arkansas, we are blessed to have Ag for Autism and, uh, you know, as a nonprofit and and other organizations that kind of help support uh, people that are living with autism and their families. Hey, you can check out the show notes. For this episode and for links to those organizations that may be closer to you so we encourage you to do that we also want to hear your story sharing about how your stresses and then also your blessings because that can help others who may be going through the same thing contact us at info at agrihealth.net hey thanks for joining us we'll be back next week until then keep farming and keep the faith you've been listening to that farm life podcast planting hope Harvesting Strength with your host, Archie Mason. That Farm Life podcast is a creation of the Agri Health Network in conjunction with Grounded Faith Ministries, where we offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. You can learn more about who we are and what we do on our website at agrihealth.net. That's agrihealth, one word, dot net. Thanks for listening, and until next week keep the faith.